This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Gerard Farrelly. And I'm Neve Kavanagh. And you're listening to Agony Rants. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, listeners, to the show where a comedian and a Eurovision winner solve your problems, heal your life, make everything better. And where the hell have you been? Because we're nearly 100 episodes in. <laughs> I know, 90, 97? 97? I'm not 100% sure, to be honest. No, we did feels... get some complaints. <gasps> Neve, we did get some complaints. I will, I'll, I'll, I'll fully admit I've been off my game. Why? Because when in the editing of the show last week, oh. the, there was a piece of music that was just left in that we were kind of just talking over for oh. the first minute. People oh. were very upset. Were they? Yeah. Wow, because they love our dulcet tones. Is that <laughs> yeah, <it>? that's exactly <laughs> Were we saying something very serious? It's like we're used to listening to you roaring at each other. <laughs> and not listening one iota. <laughs> but now that there's a full orchestra behind you, it's become a little bit difficult. <laughs> so our apologies for that. I've been off my game. And I've been off my game this week as well, Neve, because I was late. You were late. I was late. So that's two things I have to dock your pay for. Yeah, it was about 40 minutes late. <laughs> Fort Neve was sitting here <laughs> with hot cross buns, well, cross buns. from Tesco. <laughs> <laughs> oh, show business. <laughs> I was here really early the too. glamour <laughs> that woman lives her life on. <laughs> the level of glamour you wouldn't be able for. <laughs> well, do you know, at least I had it ready for you and saved you a few, Bob. You did indeed. I was actually I was actually queuing in our usual. Yeah, when you got my text. I was actually queuing in our usual and this man, right, who wasn't in the queue. I forgot to tell you this now. Oh, <laughs> This man who wasn't in the queue when I walked in, I walked in, I got on the queue. Now, I was rushed okay. because I was in a rush. Maybe was, not as attentive as you could have been. Not as, as attentive as I could have been. Mm-hmm. I fully accept that. I was late for a Eurovision winner. And, and yet you still felt the need to go in and get a coffee. A brownie is a brownie. <laughs> <laughs> was it an apology cop brownie or was it even for me? <laughs> Let's say it was all those things, right? <laughs> so I went in. And this man with an orange juice just went, excuse me, I was in front of you. Was he? I was like, no, you weren't. You were at the fridge. Oh, well, if you're at the fridge, you're not in the queue. You're not in the queue. No, that's like, that's like people who put their shopping on, said, the te- on, the, on, the, on the thing and then go off to get something else. And you see them coming back going, so excuse me, excuse me, excuse well, now, me. We could now, all do our shopping now. that way. <laughs> <laughs> Just put them up four <laughs> items at a time. I'll well, be honest, I, I would rebuttal there and say that I have many a times thrown my basket in the queue and said, I forgot eggs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going back to get eggs. You are that person. I am that person. So now I believe... Well, he, no, he left nothing in the queue. Nothing in the queue. <laughs> he had absolutely nothing in the queue. There was no basket. He just demanded to be in front of me. And I said, well, okay, get in. There you go. Have your orange juice. It might taste nicer if you shoved it sideways up your arse. <laughs> <laughs> Did you use your inside voice for that bit? I, I muttered it. Okay, so... Your face said it. And then, do you, know, do you know what? I have this thing, right? I feel it's because I'm of a certain age, right? Are you saying a certain age to someone who's clearly 10 <laughs> years older than you? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, tell me. Tell me about this certain age. He's older than me. And like, it used to be cool to have a go at your elders, but now my elders are, you know. Your it, peers. It's a, bit, <laughs> it's a bit more abusive because they're of an age where you're like, no, come on, girl. Well, he just, he seemed a bit frail. I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't have hit him. What age was he? <laughs> I don't know. What age like do you think he was? Off, if he kicked off, I'd have handled it. <laughs> but, Which, but you had a moment. <laughs> I, I felt that there were people that could look at that and go, are you really having to go with an old man? Oh, 
I didn't think he was that old, but he was older. He was old enough. Like my age? Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> but a man of your age looks a lot older than a woman of your age. Do you know what I mean? Listen, you can you do... Have you, can, young, you have a very young soul. You can frame that any way you like, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you have a young soul, me. You've got Brooke Scullion vibes. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, obviously you've won. Well, Do you know what I mean? You've well, got winning vibes, but... You are but, not drawing me into that conversation. She's a bit fab, so it's okay. She is. I'll she's take very it. fab. I've met Brooke. It. Yeah, she's great. I wouldn't cross her. I'd say she'd reef you. <laughs> <laughs> but we are where we are. Come we out. are where we are. Um, <laughs> you should be late more often. <laughs> I haven't seen this reckless side of you for a long time. Well, I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm, I'm very zen this week. Oh, just, really? Until <laughs> this morning, till Mr. Orange Juice. <laughs> yeah, but I, see, I tell you what happened, right? I woke up at seven o'clock this morning because I woke up with the... Oh, boots? Yeah. My friend? Yeah, that's, that's the like, you've 10 minutes. Okay. <laughs> or else you're going to... to open this door, then it's going on the floor. <laughs> or else you're dealing <laughs> with it. The choice is yours. <laughs> I, I I have to say while we're here yes <laughs> while we're here your photograph of me in boots on the on the Insta it was very much there was very you could feel the thunder and lightning in the kitchen oh wow when but you and boots were I thought conversing just just to frame how that went <laughs> you were sitting beside where she sits and she sat there and you rubbed her cheek and she put both her paws out and then went flex with the claws. She did. <laughs> so she <I> did. Like, <laughs> but we, she didn't hurt me. We need me. to remove one of these people from this situation. <laughs> she didn't cut me. I, stare, I stared her down. You did stare her down. And then she flicked the tail. There was a lot of flicking of the yeah, tail. Yeah, there's a lot of tail. Yeah, that's that's the equivalent of a hair flick. Okay. For a dog. It's just like, yeah, she's like, yeah, out yeah, of my okay, face. Out of my space. <laughs> um, but anyway, I was on holidays. You were. I had a lovely time, Neve. Wow, you look like it. I really did. It yeah. was Because it was one of those holidays where like we were staying in our friend's place on the beach and it was just so nice because There's, it's just a little village yeah. north of Barcelona. Okay. Nothing to do. Nothing to see. Well, there's plenty to see. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have to say. Clearly we're to going see. to get onto that. The nude beach was very close, Nave. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Very nice. But all I did was sit and read a book. Yeah, but there's a lot days. to unpack in that sentence of yeah. we stayed in our friend's house on by the beach. Yeah. This friend... Oh yeah, the, yeah. They've got money. Yeah, money. Money, friend. Yeah, money. We love money, friend. I love a friend with money. Yeah, yeah. And a house in North of Barcelona. <laughs> and I was very much. I was there, and I was like, "This is me now." It is you. Yeah, it's a bit of you. This, like me, a second, a second property on the med. Okay. Is it the med? I yeah. <laughs> yes. It's the med. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> People don't ask me the geography questions in the pub quiz, right? I'm going to be clear. <laughs> Unless I've driven through it, generally speaking, I have no concept. I used to do a pub quiz with my friend. His family, they were big, they were big quizzers. Okay, and what was your specialty? Hello, hello, the McEntees. Um, It wasn't a speciality. My speciality, it was made very clear by his mother. My speciality was you make up numbers if we're stuck. That was your job? Oh, that was my job. I, I, I had no substantive input into the question answering, <laughs> with the exception if there was a Eurovision question. Oh, well. Uh, and even then... It was. They would have questioned you. Yeah, even then, it wasn't a foregone conclusion no. to go at what I say. No. Right? Okay. It was just, there's a Eurovision question. <laughs> it was like, okay, princess. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your time to shine. <laughs> <laughs> 
Don't mess this up. I know funny stuff on pub quizzes. It's amazing what I know. I think most of them come from Terry Pratchett books. But, you know, the thing is, I have this random knowledge. Sometimes I know something. I have no idea why I know it. Like what? I don't know. I can't even say. Sometimes, like, somebody would say, what's the answer to this? Now, when I'm at home and all the quiz shows are on, because I'm of a certain age. Yeah. Right? Um, You know, I watch a lot of quiz shows with my husband. Let me see. Look, that... Stop it now. We have joy in that. That's Don't a, take it away. That's a very depressing sentence. It's though, not a depressing sentence. Uh, anytime my boyfriend, he puts on, what's that thing where, what's the thing where it's all red and there's some gobshite up in the clouds? All red and some gobshite in the, is no, it, is like the there's, some, there's some, fa- chase. The chase. Anytime he puts some that on, I swear the to God. No, now, I, I don't watch now, I know Paul Sinha. Oh, Lovely yeah. man. Brilliant comedian. Yeah. Um, but I just, I can't bear the chase. Well, I don't watch the chase. I like Richard Osman's House of Games. It reminds me of every game I ever played at home with my friends. <laughs> yeah, it's fun, right? I tell you why it's fun because they're there for a week and it's just random games and you can be good at some and not good at others. And it gives every, it's like everybody gets a medal <laughs> and they win terrible prizes like blankety blank. But it's not the point. Paul is a big quizzer and whenever I was on pub quizzes with him, if we, you know, if we were up in Donegal and we would do a pub quiz, which is always great crack. Um, I'd sit near another team because he would never let me put any mad questions. I gave him his own team. <laughs> so would you? He wouldn't like, even let me write on the thing. <laughs> what, what would be your most random piece of pub quiz knowledge? God, I don't know. I Sometimes I just know stuff that I have no business knowing. The only thing I know from those pub quiz days. Now, when I say those pub quiz days, I think I did three. I got a question wrong. I was okay, that's not a pub quiz day. right? <laughs> that Thomas Crapper invented the toilet. Yeah, yeah. Well, everybody knows that. Wow. <laughs> really pissed all over that <laughs> I think if you read a lot you know some random stuff that's all I'm going to say and uh, I, I may have impressed him with that in the early stages but now I just annoy him because and he won't let you have the pen around and he, he always has to write the answers sometimes I get... I remember that was a real thing at pub quiz I remember like going like no pen they're like you've no pen at a pub quiz you didn't have oh, a pen I can't believe you don't go to and even at 16 I knew this is a level of boredom that I hope I never I never need this <laughs> and yet there you are with a pen in your hand right now that's because that's because despite everything that I have displayed this morning <laughs> I'm a highly organised person you are you are <laughs> in spite of everything that's happened this morning <laughs> I'm quite well put together I'm now I think we should have a pub quiz and invite our listeners to come to it and see what. oh god I can't think of anything more boring <laughs> Every so often there'll be a gay pub quiz to raise money for like some gay charity. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, what did we march for? This is <laughs> Surely we should be this asking for better. We I shouldn't be doing this. I just we remember should drag show our an orgy. I remember Susan Kalman saying, I don't know why you're threatened by us. We 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 buy Tupperware too. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like we fought. For the right to be more interesting than the average person. That's rubbish. That's rubbish. You're talking rubbish. You can just be as boring as the rest of us. God, I'm so depressed. I'll give you 10 years. We'll see where you are then. I won't you. be at a pub quiz, mate. No, yeah. I won't be at a pub quiz. I, will have you I at might a... be at the back of a karaoke throwing <laughs> eggs, but I will not be at a pub quiz. I might be at the back of a karaoke throwing eggs. I feel that there's uh, some history involved in that statement. <laughs> I don't like karaoke. Oh, okay. It's, it's one of the things I don't like. And I think what, what do you not anyone like? that gets up for karaoke needs to get what they deserve. What do you not like about karaoke? Well, what I don't like about karaoke is it's a democracy. 
in that anyone can get up and it's open to everybody. I think that's the attraction of karaoke and that is the big problem with it. Why? Because what happens is anyone that wants to do karaoke does karaoke. I love that. There should be a base level of skill and ability. No. Yeah. There should, you should have to do four auditions before anyone lets you do you know? Do you know what's wrong? You machine. and I have very different options on that because I think if you think you're getting up there auditioning for Simon Cowell you shouldn't be doing karaoke. The better you are at singing. Not spoken like somebody that gigs for a living. No, I know, but so I like, actually love it. We're going to have the off now. We're going to have a good time. No, I love when you go out, right, and somebody gets up and does Bohemian Rhapsody who has no business doing it, right? I think that is the <laughs> joyous. The one who gets up and sings the greatest love of all and you want to <laughs> punch them in the face, right? Because they they might be very good, but the point is you're not there for a gig. You're there for to see I'm somebody sorry. sing Stand By Your Man in a terrible way. <laughs> if anybody gets up... To sing a Whitney Houston song who is not a professional singer, <laughs> the public need to respond by throwing a glass. No! <laughs> That's now, what needs to happen. You can't, say, you can't be seen and said that. I, You'll I, incite a riot. Look I, what happened to Donald no Trump. Prob- <laughs> I have no problem inciting a riot. I have no problem putting my name on that. Throw a glass. No, karaoke's very, I love it. The worse you are, the better. The, now, with the right spirit. The right spirit. Come on. There's something joyful. Listen, I was the on the Ray Darcy show the other day and they played this AI version of Johnny Cash singing Barbie Girl to the tune of Folsom Prism. You haven't lived till you've heard it. Sometimes oh in karaoke, that's what I feel. Is, what's is that possible? Oh, you can recreate anything AI. So could we do your album without you having to do anything? Yeah. Because that sounds like the only way it's going to get done. Oh my God, I can't believe I opened that can of worms. <laughs> anyway. I'm going to do, I'm going to do Neve Cavanagh's new album. <laughs> what's the first track? I'm going to do. Oh, what's the first track? I don't know. I, I reckon you're going to do 90s R&B. <laughs> like Just a Step From Heaven by Eternal. Don't let go. Because it's just a step. <laughs> Better the devil. Oh, yes. <laughs> Neve, we've numerous follow-ups. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Do you know what i got to say before while we're off the subject of oh. you recording? We oh. have an email and we're all on the subject of follow-ups. Right. right? Okay. Um, and it was about, it's the it's the Neve, um, we want Neve to record campaign. I forgot about this. Oh my God. I didn't God. even put it in the brief. Oh no. Just a quick note to, or just a quick email to revitalise our above campaign. I'm a fellow worshipper of the National Treasure. Have a listen. She needs more exposure with that voice and songs like this. And then she uh, shows, uh, she sent me a video of you performing in a pub. That's right. And it was very good. In Shanley's. Was it very good? Yeah, it's very good. Did I you really actually watch it? it? <laughs> I did watch it. Of course I watched it. No, I blocked her because I thought that that was very creepy. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. I didn't know. No, you didn't. But, so when I received that and because like I watched the video, I had to listen to your album again. Oh, did you? How you are not making a living off singing when there's time for love every single night. Oh, what a great song. That, that's a brilliant song. What a great song. Why didn't they release that as a single? <sighs> there's lots of reasons. Lots of reasons. There was lots of problems around the time. I could tell you that was the flaws song. in the industry. <laughs> the flaws in the industry is very difficult. That's in the bonus the bonus episode on the flaws yeah, in the industry. Yeah. But that's a brilliant song. Nice. It is a great song. It's, it's my favourite. It's written by J.D. Souther, who also wrote... Take it easy for the Eagles and Never all those people. It. Yeah. Wouldn't know it. You'd know take it easy for <laughs> <No>. God's sake. <laughs> Absolutely not. If Eternal oh, didn't record, I have no interest. Um, <laughs> Neve, we have a follow up. How are we friends? <laughs> <laughs> this is from Cece. Oh, Cece. Oh. Now, this was 
a couple of weeks ago. Uh, this is a recent one. It, this is the wo- the woman who her her a and friend. her friend and her friend had lost loads of weight. Well, the two of them lost weight for a while and then for for a reason. And, and then she kind of Cece went off the wagon. <laughs> Cece said, "I'm done with that situation." <laughs> off the wagon, back in the wagon wheels. That's a woman I respect. <laughs> Hello, thanks so much for your advice. I spoke to my friend and sent her the link to the podcast and she was mortified and is also now a big fan. Mortified by our podcast. <laughs> Quite a day for her. To be- <laughs> uh, she really didn't see her own progress and still considered us to be the same size. Because if you remember, yeah. she was starting to feel bad because when she go out with her friend, her friend was encouraging her to lose weight and that she was felt all like well was and good when they were the same. She felt they were the same but she didn't feel they were the same Yeah, anymore. yeah. Um, she said it It really made her sad that I had felt so isolated by things that she was saying and I was able to acknowledge to her that a lot of what I am feeling is in my head. Well done. Like, I'm really proud of you. The progress. Yeah, I know. Amazing. The progress. Thanks so much for the help and the advice. I feel like it was 20 sessions of therapy in 10 minutes of a podcast. You should be charging for that. Like, Well, if... Feel free to send us 10% of what 20 sessions will cost. <laughs> Any day. <laughs> the fact that she listened to it too really put us on the same page. Also, she said that she once met Neve in a hairdresser's. <laughs> I really feel like this update is going all over the map. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the last time I was in a hairdresser's. <laughs> I'm going to take a shot in the dark and say that she did not reread this. <laughs> I know it's your pet eight. <laughs> Thanks so much for all you do. This was really bothering me and taking up so much headspace. And at the risk of jinxing it, it seems now to be completely resolved. Amazing. Also, you have a new fan. BB, or maybe Dee is now a devoted listener. <laughs> Brilliant. Thanks, Cece. That's amazing. That's lovely. I love hearing things yeah, like that. Yeah, I do too. I have to say, I got a, I got a couple of things on Insta, right? Go My on. first one is uh, from, I. somebody wrote to me to say how much they enjoyed the podcast. And then also because you know how I am about the socials and you get, you wrapped me on the knuckles yeah. about that last week. You know, in, yeah. in that meeting when I was with Boots, I, mean, yeah, I got yeah. given There's out to. a lot to, of knuckle wrapping. <clears throat> so I posted twice yesterday. I did a story and a reel. I was very proud of myself. <laughs> I did notice there was, uh, there was something funny with the colour, Neve. I don't know why that was. That's what you sent me. That's what you sent me. I think I think there's a filter on it. Is there? Yeah, I, I think. Yeah. I thought you had a very. I did look at that and go, I need to see a cardiologist because <laughs> I'm not sure a healthy man should be that colour. <laughs> I didn't realise I put a filter on. I thought that's unusual. She's very red here. Very red. Anyway, Geraldi's quite fine. Yeah. <laughs> she said uh, she works in the Moat Theatre in Nice. It's really lovely ah. place. I love it, and they've had it. Uh, reva- I'm at the Moat Theatre soon. Yeah, are you? Because they've revamped it ahead of their 70th anniversary. They're 70 years in business next year. If they want to plug, if they want an ad, they have to pay for it. Okay, sorry. <laughs> anyway. Skip on. <laughs> we, we used to gig there and I said, you know, so I met her, right? Anyway, so she says, here, this will give you a laugh for your podcast. My partner Mags and I had an I love you but don't want to marry you party. Uh, we do actually love each other but our song for our dance, we were made to have one, was In Your Eyes. Ironically, there was not a dry eye in the place. <laughs> ah. So they had a party to say that they loved each other. So it was like a commitment party without actually getting married. We did it. We did a couple of reviews, actually. Did you? Yeah, they were very nice. And actually, we have a new we have a new subscriber, Cora Daly, messaged me to say that she is now a subscriber on Headstuff Plus. Brilliant. Um, Which is fantastic. Yeah, we're actually, quite a few people are starting to say that now. Yeah, we're getting lots of new subscribers now. Please, which, God. You know. But still nowhere near as much no. as what's going to keep him in feckin' hot cross Every bun time bun. I see him, every time I see him walking the aisles, 
like walking around here, Alan, the CEO of Head Stuff. Yeah. I just, I, I, I go a different route. Oh, do you? Why? Yeah, because yeah, I know he wants to have a meeting. One of these days. <laughs> well, he can talk to my agent. Leona says, um, you have to make this podcast one of your weekly listens. It's full of laughs and wise words. I'm skitting listening to the latest Neighbourhood Watch problem. Neve and Garrod are hilarious and heartwarming. Never miss it. Thanks, guys. Oh, that's such a nice thing. And Chica loves Chucky. Honest to God. <laughs> 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 uh, Chica Loves Chucky says I'm obsessed with these two this is just the best medicine I can be seen walking the streets literally laughing out loud Garoud your laugh is infectious thank you <laughs> he doesn't laugh as much as I do to be fair it's probably my laugh that you find <laughs> yourself and Neve are the perfect combo for good conversation and laughter thank you both looking forward to Vicar Street September Garoud oh. fantastic that's a week away I think Attention, Agony Rants listeners, I am going back on tour for the final, probably, leg of my Glamour Hammer tour. You have more final tours I know. than Frank Sinatra had retirements. It's more legs than an earthworm. <laughs> I'm not retiring. No. I'm doing this. Still, I'm in the grave, Nate. No, I know. I swear to God, because I am financially in ruins. <laughs> Why? Is it because of me in this podcast? Probably. <laughs> I um I will be, I will be back on tour from the first weekend in September. I will be starting in Carlow. The following weekend I'll be in Kilkenny. I'll also be in Vicker Street on the sixteenth of September. There's only a handful of tickets left for that, so grab them while you can. I'll also be in The Everyman in Cork on the 20th of October. Oh, I love The Everyman. It's a very nice theatre. Love that. Theater. I have to say so. Um, also. I have just, they've just announced I'm doing the Sligo Festival. The, I can't remember what it's called, Sligo Live, on the 3rd of November in the Hawkswell. Oh, the Hawkswell is nice too. Yeah, it's very nice. Now, I've been there before with this show, but uh, tell your friends. Um, and I'll be all around the country. If you want to get tickets to Glamour Hammer, you, where can they go, Neve? Oh, anywhere they like. <laughs> exactly. GerardFairly.com or the or the link in my Instagram bio. That says everything you need to know in about that Neve Cabinet and technology. In that moment, I showed what a great friend I am. <laughs> not a clue. Not a clue where to get the tickets. Although, I will say, I bought my tickets to see you in Belfast. And you were amazing. You thank Neve. I did. Thank you. I did. Thank you. I'm going to put that on a poster. Thanks. Neve Cabinet bought tickets to us. <laughs> we are pausing for a moment to remind you that Agony Rants is part of the Headstuff podcast network. Still, thank God. Still, by the skin of our teeth. <laughs> Alan's sitting here looking at us. He's giving us a, he's just giving looking us. at us over his little glasses. I know. Furious. <laughs> because we're the jewel in his crown, Neve. We are. We are. If you would like to support the show, you can do so by subscribing to Headstuff Plus for as little as five euro a month. That's nothing. Absolutely nothing. You nothing. would lose more in a week. Yeah, down the back of your sofa. Exactly. If you carry cash any these days, you don't That's really. All we're asking for, it works out at one euro twenty per episode. If you've enjoy if you're enjoying this episode, do you think it's worth one twenty? Yeah, but don't, actually that's not true. Because it'll be eighty three pence. Once we add our bonus episodes. Yeah. Exactly. And they'll be coming after the 100 episodes. Amazing. So if you think this show is worth one twenty, mm-hmm. well then you should pay it. If you don't, turn it off. You've no business listening to the rest yeah. of it. <laughs> How dare you? How very dare. As part of Culture Night, the <gasps> podcast studios where we record our lovely podcast is opening its doors and you can visit the podcast. You can record your own five minute podcast 
I was here last year when they did that. It was amazing. It was amazing. Neve was here. She's not coming back this year. I came. Absolutely I came down not. especially to see it. Literally every nutter in the place. That's not true. That's not true. It was a wonderful. So if you would like to join the podcast studios on Culture Night, you can come in. You can record a five minute podcast. They'll mm-hmm. edit it and they'll send it on to you. Amazing. Yeah. So if you have a show on you, that could be a really good thing, wouldn't it? It could be a could be a good way to pitch. Oh. You'd love pitches, wouldn't you, Alan? Yes. Just send them. All, send them. I'll put his number at the end of this. His phone, his personal number, will be in the um, the information <laughs> for this episode. Um, I think it's important you're accessible. Here at the podcast studios, we're opening our doors to everyone this Culture Night. Come see the place where your favourite headstuff shows are made. Get behind-the-scenes access, learn about production, and record your very own five-minute podcast. This is an opportunity not to be missed. Join us on Friday, 22nd of September. Register on eventbrite.ie or see the Culture Night website for details. We look forward to seeing you there. Neve, we've loads of problems. Loads and loads. We, have we actually, do. Yeah, we're inundated this week. But, you know, we still want more problems though, don't we? Yeah, I can run to gmail.com if you have a problem. Um, we have a few. There's a few stacked and racked. But we'll um, <laughs> and we're going to endeavour to answer them all. Okay. Okay. So, dear Neven Garode, firstly, I love the show. Every week you make me laugh, and I also get some brilliant piece of advice to take away. You're really making me a better person. I'm very grateful. <laughs> oh, that's really amazing, actually. Um, I have been working for a large consultancy firm for the last six years. Uh, when I started working here, I had a rough time. My sister had just died tragically and I was working for a manager. Oh. That was very difficult. I'm really sorry to hear about your loss there, Linda. Um, she was, in short, a bully. She made my life miserable at a time that was very difficult anyway. <sighs> and she was micromanaging my role, which was not her job, and constantly pulling me into a room to chastise me for things that were neither my fault or my responsibility. It was a very tough time. Oh, I'm really so sorry, Linda. And battered her with a chair. There were two big problems in me getting help. Everyone respected her because she got the job done and also she was the daughter of someone on the board. Oh, of course she was. Nepotism and the worst possible. Uh, eventually, another manager realised what was happening and took me under his wing. I was moved away from her. Um, a good bit of time has passed and I've been promoted to her level. Eight months ago, I was put on a project with her and I have to say I was very nervous. However, instead of waiting for her to strike, I went on the offensive. I have been absolutely horrible to her from the moment we started working together <laughs> and I have very much enjoyed it. In now fact, part talking. of my day is taking a moment to see how I can make her life a little bit more difficult. (laughs) I am so embarrassed to say this, but I really enjoy making her squirm. I have broken the bulb in a projector so she couldn't use the slides when giving a presentation. And recently I rang and cancelled her dental appointment that I heard her make that she was... (laughs) Well done. I love it. And that was how I knew I was going too far. I'm afraid I might turn into her. But she is a battle axe and all I feel I am doing is getting revenge for the way she treated me. I would love to get some perspective on this. I have a feeling you're going to get two different perspectives here. I'm a very calm woman who was got burned very badly by this bitch. <laughs> very calm. But I want to try and live by my own values again, as I know this is getting out of hand. Love you both, Linda. Not my real name. Well, I think I know where you're going, right? 
I'm absolutely thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> it's taken almost 100 episodes, but to be able to so blatantly platform revenge. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, it's something that I will take away from this. I have no empathy for a bully. No, I know. As far as I'm concerned, once you enter the the bully zone, all bets are off. You've made your own bed. That This is why. This is exactly why. Do you remember that thing, Making a Murderer? Oh, yes. Do you remember Making yes, a Murderer? Yes, In the first episode of Making a Murderer, right, they spoke about how your man, Became. whatever his name was, uh, he used to torture animals. <laughs> and I was just like, well, I don't need to watch any more of this. We know why. There's, there's, there's literally nothing that can happen to this man that I'm going to feel sad or sorry about. He deserves everything he gets. Okay. That That's my feeling on it. And this is exactly the way I feel like, Linda, I think. I think we are very much in the wheelchair at the top of the cliff. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't think that's great. No. I I feel like that things need to be tapered in a little bit. Yeah. So that you don't become what you hate. Yeah. (laughs) I understand the desire, the desire to want to punish the person. But actually, you're already punishing her by being on the same level as her. So now I wouldn't be bothering wasting my energy in this area because you're already winning. I think one of the reasons that bullies bully is because they don't want to let, particularly in workplace bullying, is they don't want to let somebody get up the ladder. And the fact that you did that is going to annoy her. I don't think you have to make her life easy. Any harder. Any way. No, no. I don't think you even have to extend her basic human Kindness. Kindness. Or courtesy. Or anything. Or courtesy. And I don't think you need to forgive. And I don't think you need to forget. No, none of those things need to happen. But Take the anger and the revenge and push it down right inside you. <laughs> and then be her boss. <laughs> yeah, be her boss. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Now. I, I, like, I, I, put I, your energy into becoming her boss. Now, I, that's what you want. I do think what we need is Neve's perspective on this because I do think that you will have a more healthy approach to this. I, I don't know healthy is the right word. I have to say, I don't think anybody's winning here. Right? Because I don't think you like that side of yourself because a part of you is enjoying the skit and the crack and all that. And I mean, the dental appointment, that's like a stroke of genius, but what the hell? Mm. What the hell? I mean, if she had a toothache, <laughs> oh. Linda, if she had a toothache and you did that, I mean, I just, I salute you. I don't know. Does, can I send you a card? Send me an address. <laughs> I'd like to send you a flower. I know, Linda. I know. But it, don't let it eat your soul away piece by piece. It's like very dramatic. But I seriously, it's so easy to go down the slippery slope. Do you know the thing that kills bullies more than anything else in the world? Bullets. The bullets. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if they feel like they're having no effect on you, that kills them. It's the biggest, it's the yeah. biggest kill factor. So you will be happier if, is when she realises that she has absolutely no power over you at all. And I think as well, there's two things that we need to be conscious of here, right? right. One, I think it's become a lot more difficult to be a bully. Yeah. <laughs> Without those. Which is good because, you know, there's HR, you know, that you it, like yeah. it would it would just be so awful if you got into trouble for bullying after everything that she put you through. And worse right? again, if she's the one who reports you. Yeah, that would be just that would just be an awful thing to happen. And the one thing I, I will say is I remember a, a number of years ago being in one of my friend's apartments while mm. he was working from home because I went over there to collect stuff and he was being bullied by somebody. And I, I heard the Zoom. He was on a Zoom, like he just let me in. I was collecting, mm. I can't remember what was collecting. But anyway, I went and I heard what was going on. 
And I was just like, this is horrific. Like, this wow. is absolutely horrific. So particularly if you're not meeting face to face, you Why don't Why was necessarily... he not recording those Zooms? I know. He should have been like, he should have been. He left the job anyway. Oh, what a piece of work. Oh. Um, so yeah, so don't do not do anything that leaves you exposed. But no. that said, you do, like, I, I, I really... I don't think you should be friends. I don't think you should be friends, yeah. You, none of that going on. I Absolutely no way. I don't even think you should make things easy for her. No, no, I'm not saying about that. Yeah. But I think possibly you're verging on, you know, breaking the bulb. They're definite things. You don't, you don't... Would you ride her husband, Linda? Ah, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I feel like you're hitting her in the workplace a lot, whereas like I feel like the home life is just getting completely ignored. What about the key into the I car? Feel, feel, in, in we dark need a places. strategy meeting here. We no. don't do this properly. <laughs> I can't believe you said that. No, look, I get it. I get it. I totally get it. And I understand. And part of me actually really admires this because I wouldn't have the balls for it. But I find the ultimate revenge is to not react to that and yeah. to be... Imagine the moment that you became her boss. But I will say this, right? more than anything else, if she is related to someone on the board, they probably already know what she's like, right? Yeah. However, and that yeah, could backfire yeah. on you, right? So, if you know, I'm just saying, Be careful. don't yeah. leave yourself vulnerable, but more importantly, put your energy into something more positive. Trust me. Maybe this is a phase in that you had the period where you were very much the victim mm -hmm. because you were, you know, you had so much going on with your sister's death. You, a very unsympathetic boss and mm. not only an unsympathetic boss but an unprofessional one who yes, treated sure. you very, very badly at a very vulnerable time. And that maybe this swing back now, like you went, you, the pendulum swung now to the other side where you are making her life, I, you're not, I don't difficult. like, you're making her life difficult. You're not making it a misery. She's just, she's meeting random obstacles in her way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying you shouldn't enjoy them when they come in. But... Um, so be it. Right. But maybe what's going to happen now is maybe maybe things will level off. And I think probably they should level off now. I think where, so. <laughs> before the police are involved. <laughs> and maybe this is a new phase of... Put your energy in the right place. Moving on. And, mm. and also, if you can be dismissive of somebody that isn't expecting it, it has a much nicer effect. Oh, you know, like if you can work very, very nicely with somebody and very, you know, be very, very helpful. And then the, the, when they encroach one of your very, very strong boundaries, remind them every so often of where, where they live. But yeah, also we're be not professional friends. enough yeah, yeah, yeah. to, uh, you know, be professional and kind enough to you, get the job done. You'll win. You'll win in the end. You have one. Yeah, you have one. I mean, doubt. I would give, a, like, to break a projector. <laughs> <laughs> That's just exceptional. <laughs> exceptional. I applaud you. I applaud well, you, Linda. But now we're moving on. No, we're not at the stage of putting dead fish in hidden places in our office. Like That's a great one. It's <laughs> a great one. Just saying. Yeah. I'm not planting that idea. I'm just I saying. I used to work for somebody I absolutely despised. Was there dead fish involved? Horrible. No, she used to lock her drawer. Mm. I tried. Did you not think of sticking <laughs> it, you know, under the desk, way back under? If I was putting something under her desk, it would have been a grenade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a horrible human being. Well, so Linda. Thoroughly horrible. We want to follow up. Uh, yeah, because because we want we want the pendulum to you know we want to know that you, you are winning. I mean, the thing is, you are winning. You're, you're already you're, winning. You're in the final phase of healing now. Yeah. That's what this is. So now there has to be acceptance of no more practical jokes. 
these aren't practical jokes. No, I know they are. They are just God. desserts. Just dessert. I hope you've got a nice little group of friends that you can like share this with. No, you can't. When you do stuff like that, oh. No, you can't. You have to be very careful. Yeah. I, I know my, very friend, my friend careful. Alan's the person I always contact. You never guess what I did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and how many times have you Thrilled. contacted Alan? Thrilled. About me? <laughs> the girl. <laughs> because never. it's funny you should say that. Never, Neve. I was using never. a projector the other day. <laughs> I mean, I, I just love that idea. Is there another projector? I'm afraid not. I'm afraid not. They've all come a cropper so somehow. So good luck. Good luck on all that. All the bulbs have been broken. Oh it's very sad. Do you think we solved anything there? I'm not sure. I, no, I think we what we've done is we've given perspective. I do think it's important that she has had. Yeah. She's had her little moment. Yeah. Of, uh, upsetting her. And I think that that's very valid. And I think, uh, and I do think that it is worth remembering if you're, out there and you're listening to this and you've got a strong personality yeah. and could potentially be involved in workplace bullying that I do think that once you are it puts you outside of the remit you're you're in lawless territory yeah a little bit but whatever you, happens happens oh God. the people who are bullied were very emotional people Neve. we cannot be held responsible for our reactions uh, yeah so listen we hope you've helped keep us posted yeah and rein it in yeah just a little bit because we don't want to be, you know, looking at the headlines tomorrow. I'm going, I wonder <laughs> is that in the- <laughs> From now on, all of your bullying needs to play take place outside of the workplace. <laughs> no, don't do that. That's We've stalking. Resolved. That's weird. Resolved. That's weird. Uh, Neve, we have another problem. We do. We um, do. I don't know which one of this. It's okay. It's this one here. Look. Oh yeah. Oh, this one. <laughs> I love oh, this one. This one. God. Oh, God. 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 Go on. Okay. Dear Neve and Garoud. Three months ago, I broke up with my fiancé. Oh. Oh. I moved out of our house when I found out that he was having an affair with a work colleague. Back him. Ugh, bastard. <clears throat> it had been going on for some time. Obviously, I am devastated, but it didn't come as a massive surprise. I had suspected something was going on. There was a, there's been a lot of upheaval and I am trying and I am taking it in my stride. I have moved back home with my parents who are being very understanding. There is however one issue my dog who is still living with my ex <gasps> oh and we understand that this is a temporary arrangement do we I hope so mm. is this you and the dog or are you and the whole <laughs> I don't know <laughs> anyway, anyway my parents back garden is quite small and we think it wouldn't be fair to have my Labrador in it also I work a lot and I worry that he will wreck the garden or bark and upset them I haven't told them about the affair and I know that they would be understanding, but I feel by moving back in, it's a big ask and I think it would be taking the piss to bring a crazy dog into the mix. I'm not sure about that, but anyway. Mm -hmm. I don't know how long I will be here, but first opportunity I get, I'll get myself a place. I have been visiting him, my dog, not the ex, a lot and it is such a comfort. I have also been keeping tabs on the person he is now with. Look at that. Yes, he is actually with her. Oh my God. So the person is in capitals. Uh, okay. Her Insta isn't private. Rookie mistake. So I have been dipping in. This is awful. Yeah, it is really. Yesterday she posted a photograph in my sitting room with my dog and it completely broke me. I feel like I have been completely replaced and it hurts so much. I can see my ex feels guilty about everything, but in my heart of hearts, I think we both knew we wouldn't end up walking down the aisle. But I am so annoyed that she is now in my house and treating my dog like it should be her friend. I'm furious and I could use your calming words. Please call me Maria. 
Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. The first place I'm going to start with is why did you move out? I never even thought of that. Why did you move out? I don't understand why you moved out. If you both own the house, why did you move out? Now, the other thing is maybe she needed support. Maybe she needed to be... No. But 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 yeah, I, I totally agree. Yeah. Right. Why did you, yeah. And why are you still out if it's your house? Right? That's the first thing I'm going to say. Because right? you know me, I get all bulgy about that sort of thing. That's a very, very good point. Okay. So what you basically did was he cheated on you and now he's decided he's getting to keep the house and your dog and moves her in. Maybe not moves her in, but, you know, has her in the house. I don't understand that. Actually, the really big question is, why have you not told your parents why? See, this is a funny one. Because when I read that, I thought, it's really weird. When I read that she hadn't told her parents, I, on one hand, thought it was ridiculous that she hadn't told her parents. And then the other hand, I kind of understood it. And I think that what, ha- what, what, what has happened here is, right, that this awful thing has happened to her. And she's taken herself out of the situation into this kind of oasis of unreality you're back in your parents, parents maybe back, house. back when it was simpler maybe yeah and I, and I don't think it's necessarily the right move for you no it isn't it may be what you need at the moment mm. but it's I don't think it's the right move and I definitely think that if you're living there you should you you do need the support of them knowing the full story which is that he cheated on you he's an absolute bollocks you got away lucky because you could have ended up married to him yeah I and, agree. And, and and there's nobody that will hear that story. And, and I don't know if this is your relationship with your parents at all, but there's nobody that will hear that story and go, oh, Maria, what does she do now? Oh, she's back home. It didn't work with the fella. 100%. And here's the other thing. I, I suppose maybe at the root of it is that you're embarrassed and you feel, you feel that that's a judgment on you because he cheated on you. But actually, that's all on him. I don't care how understanding yeah. he is or even shall I say I don't care how you and him probably wouldn't have gone down the aisle if he w- felt that and he wanted to be with this other person that should have been resolved before with you before you ever went down that road right that's the that's the simple truth you should never and whatever about affairs we know they happen things happen I know la, 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 la. you know if you are not resolved with someone first what the hell are you doing yeah. You know, he should have had enough respect for you. So I get the feeling that you're kind of, oh, I know my ex has been, you know, feels bad about it. My arse, he feels bad. About it. He's sitting in your home. He's sitting in your home, letting her come in, play with your dog. And if he feels bad about that, he's still letting that happen. So he doesn't have respect enough for you not to see that. And if he doesn't recognize that, because sometimes they don't know, recognize how serious that is, yeah. then you need to be saying, that's not acceptable. I want my dog. And actually, I think it's time you moved out and I'm going to live in the house well, or sell the house. Yeah. Now, if it's if it's your house, like if, you're, if both your names are on it, then it's, well, you know, both your names are on the house, then the house has to be sold. That's the end of it. End of conversation. Uh, you know, or he has to buy you out. Yeah, exactly. If it's a rented house and you want it, you can go back to him and go, do you know what? I actually want this house. Mm-hmm. You, you, you broke us up. You know, you can if if you're up for that fight, go and have that fight. But what I would say is, today, like when you're finished listening to this podcast, speak and to leaving your parents. A lovely review. Yes, naturally, because <laughs> you, you know, naturally. Today, you talk to your parents. You tell them what the problem is, and you tell them you're getting your dog. 
Yeah, and how sad you feel without your dog. I guarantee yeah, it. it. And I guarantee it they'll have no problem with it because mm. you've been through you've been through an awful lot and I think that you're managing it all yourself. And the last thing you need is some absolute tramp posting <laughs> photographs on Instagram with your dog. Yeah. No and one... when you go get your dog, I would also show him or even send him the photograph. You don't have to meet him. You, you yeah. get the dog when he's not there. But send him a WhatsApp and go, can you tell your slag? <laughs> to keep her hands off my dog and stop posting my sitting room on her Instagram. Okay. I'm I'm kind of in support for that. What was it Twink said? Don't do you remember Twink? Do, what do you mean do I remember, do remember Twink? Like in the zip up your Mickey thing. <laughs> <laughs> you and your whore and your bastards. <laughs> do you remember that? I do. Oh, I never loved her more. She was very definite. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I saw a recent... You want to hear what the people are saying on the streets of Limerick? Uh, you, you're a whore and you're a bastard. Anyway. Zip up your Mickey. Zip up your Mickey. <laughs> anyway. I just want to say for the record, right? I'm not in agreement with Grode. I don't... I wouldn't bother doing that in the sense of sending the photo to him and all that. You know? but, I, but I would just say, like, just... I'm sorry. Stop like, going into our Insta. I think... Stop killing yourself with that. I think, right, in general, if you have broken up a relationship or if you have broken up your own relationship, I think your new situation, I think there is a... There should be a time lag there should be an agreed time lag. Okay, for a year or whatever it is, I'm not going to put stuff on Instagram. That's unrealistic. But throat. I think it's really unfair because I think it really upsets people. I don't care. And I think... I don't care. You, it's you, unrealistic. <laughs> it's unrealistic. No, you know the way they say that it takes you... Listen, like, stalking like her on Instagram get, no. is stupid, right? Because she's only going to annoy herself. But, but people are going to... Yeah, I know. It's But you see, that's what we do. I know, like, I know. Instagram, I know that. In. I recognise that. I understand but like, it. But you know what they say? They say <sighs> it takes a, waste of energy. a month. What is it? A month? To get over somebody, it takes a month for every year you are together, right? So if it's like, if it if it takes, if you were together 15 years, it'll take you 15 months to get over. Or, yeah, or, or you know, if you were together two years, it'll take two months. And then you'll be, you, you know. You set up a calendar on the wall and just mark off the... Yeah, mark off the days. Mark, off mark the them days. off. So, but I do think that, <laughs> that when you've left a relationship, right? If you're the, the winner... Let's call it because you you dumped them. I'm sorry, she's not the winner. She's not living in her home, and she's not no, got no, her I, dog. I don't, no, but she's not the winner. But he is because he, he seems to have won. He's won everything, and I think that you need to be if you're if you find yourself in that situation, you need to be mindful that there is somebody that you've hurt that is potentially looking in, and I think you need to be careful no, about I what agree. you post. I agree. She's right in the sense that she should be cross with him, and she should tell him that she is cross and hurt. But the reality is you need to claim back what's yours now. Yeah. You need to go get your dog. More importantly, ask the question, why are you not in that house? First place first, speak to your parents, be honest. They love you. They care about you. If you don't feel like you need to do that, that's fine. But make realise that by making that decision, you're not actually making it clear for anybody else. They can't help you in the way you need to be helped. But more importantly, go get your dog. Please don't yeah, leave your dog get your there. Dog today. Get your dog today. 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 How much better are you going to feel? Get a dog walker to come and walk him if you're working a lot. Yeah. Do you know what? That's a really good point because if if it's a case that you are, like I don't know what your financial situation is, right? But you need to address the needs that are right in front of you. And the yeah. big need is you need a bit of support and you need to cuddle your dog and you don't need to be looking at your dog in somebody else's life, right? right. So that's what you need. 
Rescue the dog. Rescue the dog. You're going to go get your dog. You're going to do it today. If it's a case that you're work, you don't work from home or you work out of the house and there's nobody there to look after the dog, well then enroll the dog in doggy daycare. If Amazing. It's a financial issue, you go to the credit union today and you go and you borrow the money to have your dog in doggy daycare for, for a, a year. set amount of time. Right? Yeah. You're just for a year, just to take all of this worry off your plate. And just say to the credit union, I need the money to put my dog in doggy daycare for a year. And if they say, Why? Why? Say, because I'm going out of my mind. And if you don't lend me this money, I will shoot up a school. Right? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just be really clear. Okay, Maria, I, really I, I'm going to step in here before money, an arrest right? happens, but I'm I'm on the side of the dog, right? So get the dog get out the of that dog. situation. <laughs> the other thing that, do you know what I, just, I was just thinking there would be really useful what? is if we ho- arranged a coffee between Maria and Linda. Oh, yeah. Because Mar- Linda has, Linda's really got revenge down. <laughs> so she would, she would definitely enable her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like Linda, Linda's going to be looking for a vengeful side project. <laughs> <laughs> and I really she had to put her energy into something. <laughs> I really feel like Maria, you could really, really help her. <laughs> Look, Maria, we're not belittling. It's a terrible thing it's that's happened to you. It's an awful thing that's happened. It's an awful, awful thing. And I completely understand. It's like when you have a sore and you keep pushing on it when you go into that insta and all that. So you're just pushing on the same sore all the time. So resolve the issues and get on with your own healing. You're not going back there. You're not going back to no. him. He's no more business in your life. Move on. Sort the house out. Get whatever it is that you need to do to get out of that space. But for God's sake, rescue that dog. Yeah. Take the dog and leave him to that other bitch. We want a photo of that dog. <laughs> it's a Labrador. Yeah, send us a photograph of your dog. I love Labrador. Like you and your dog. Yeah. Actually, for the next uh, episode, we want a photograph of you and your dog happily reunited. We want that. Yeah. And I mean, like, I'm I'm concerned. I really mean this about doggy daycare. Like, what whatever you need to do to make it work. Me and Neve, we, we'll organise a charity gig in a pub. I'll do stand I have to travel. Ne- I have to Neve travel will, too Neve far. Neve do in your eyes. And we want it in a really rough pub. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do the fundraiser and then we'll get some heavies from the bar downstairs to go around and wreck his house. <laughs> oh God, it's been a vengeful episode. Oh, it's it? been amazing. Yeah, I love <laughs> it's your best really day. Really exercise my demons. <laughs> Um, Neve, it's been wonderful to talk to you. It has been really lovely. And you know what I love? I love the fact that people are really paying to attention. The fact that we need subscribers. <laughs> we need subscribers, yeah. Because I've just, I just got a text from Alan. Who oh said no, he, he said oh, any minute he's, now he's, he's going to come building. and see us. I know, he is, he is. Yeah. So we need to avoid him. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that means I'm using the ladies for the, for the rest of the recording. Yeah, we need your subscribers on Headstuff Plus. Yeah, we do. Um, we want your problems and your stories on agonyrants at gmail.com. Remember that if you subscribe to Headstuff Plus, there is a bonus show. It's coming. Everything's been launched. The merch. Oh, all been launched. Merch. For the 100th episode. Very exciting. Uh, very exciting. I know. And we will chat to you next week. Bye. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.